Against All Odds is presented for the people by Caesar Sportsbook, the greatest sports betting app of all time. Download it, and you must be 21 or older. Mikey Meatballs fiddling with the knob. Baby face Joel Solomon producing this mess. And joining me as always, my wizards of wagering, my gurus of gambling, my barons of betting, my overlords of the odds, the degenerate trifecta, Harry, brother Bry, Darren, the parley kid. What is happening, fellas? What's going on, Sal? What's up, Sal? What's going on, buddy? Well, good news. Let me just start with the good news. This Tamar Hamlin. This is really, this has become, I mean, it was a... a tragedy and now is become like a Monday night miracle. Great news for him. He's responsive. He woke up. He asked in writing. He asked his doctors who won. They told him you won. Uh, really, the vitals are good neurologically. He's he's doing well. Um, shout out to Kenny Kellington. Uh, sorry, Danny Kellington. That's the name of the first responder who administered CPR. That's a real hero. I'm really glad, obviously, obviously happy for him. And this is great news, but also for the rest of football fans and football players. I don't even know if, if it was bad going into this weekend, whether they played the games or not, I would not have been in the mood for it. So Polly kid, this is good. You've seen a, an uglier side of this. So uh, we will take this news coming into the weekend. Yeah, uh, this is unbelievable. Great news. Uh, uh, you know, Mikey meatballs was on the field uh, in high school and we saw basically the same thing happen. And uh, mm. Unfortunately, a much different result, a really mm-hmm. tragic. And, um, you know, and those in uh, both communities involved still um, haven't really totally gotten over that. So uh, right. this miracle, Sal, uh, you know, uh, you know, uh, prayers, uh, whatever you want to say, everything. Um, I'm just so happy. I'm so happy for the guy. I'm so happy for the bills. Yeah, I know. Too. Look, I know we don't know everything yet. Like, I'm not sure. If he's totally out of the woods with this or, you know, but uh, everything sounds so good. I really, I'm overjoyed yeah. for him and his All family. progress what a, uh, day to day. Yeah. And, and a, a, true, a, a so many kid. heroes involved in this thing, Sal. So many people yeah. uh, that um, really probably need to, to be recognized sure. for, for saving this um, yeah, I mentioned that Danny Kellington, a uh, university of Cincinnati hospital um, of, it was really just everybody responded and it was uh, so good and how fast lots of heroes, uh, great, you know, donating to that toy drive delivered to this uh, toy drive in DeMar Hamlin's name. Good kid. By the way, he started this, he was in college. He wasn't making millions of dollars or a million dollars or less. He was in college when he started this program and uh, it's uh, keeps going on. Good luck and uh, continued success, continued progress with DeMar Hamlin. Now, they have um, tightened things up in terms of what the Cincinnati Buffalo thing had to uh, had to pan out. So now what happens is since they're calling it a no game, right? It no never game. happened uh, as far as the record books mm-hmm. go. Um, Cincinnati is now the AFC North champ. So they can't lose that in the game against the Ravens, whereas they could have had they had lost to the Bills and had the Ravens won. Now what's going to happen is the Ravens, if they beat Cincinnati, there's going to be a coin toss as to who's home field. Um, so that's it. Wait, am I getting that right, Bry? As I'm saying it, it doesn't really make sense. Well, if they it? play, if they play each other again in the playoffs, if they right? play each other yeah. in the three six, um, I guess, or, or down the road, I guess it doesn't matter. Or just all right. So let's say they play in the very next week, week nineteen, 
it's Cincinnati, Baltimore. Uh, and that would mean Baltimore had won, right? Then they're going to flip a coin. But Cincinnati's still the champ, but they can play on the road. Is that right? Mm. Um, <laughs> Did I say that right? Mike, yeah. uh, Bayfish, well, no, I think that's uh, what uh, it is. Yeah, well, this it's, if the Ravens win this weekend, yes, and they play each other again, then it's a coin toss to determine home field. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I, I guess it keep, makes a little bit keep, of sense. You, you keep I don't like it, but Cincinnati wins regardless. All right. All right. Well, we'll get to that game. Now, the other thing is they're going to have a owner's meeting tomorrow morning, I think, or by the time you listen to this, we'll know about the top two seeds. But what we do know is they're not going to make this game up. So if Kansas City wins, um, they are going to be the one seed, right? If they lose, the Bills can be the one seed by beating New England. Now, what happens to that game if they were to meet up? I think that's what they're discussing in the owner's meeting. If there's a neutral site, if there's a coin toss, what they're going to do about that. But um, either way, I think it means that Buffalo is going to play hard because even if Kansas City wins, they're not going to want to drop to the three and eventually have to go to Cincinnati, which could be the case. Very, very confusing stuff. They tightened it up a little. They're going to do more. Um, and we're going to be right there with you. Join us in Las Vegas. Extra points live. Propa Palooza. All the extra points talent is getting on a bus. Is that what we're doing, Harry? Or are you taking a cab? You're uh, paying Western Union? Hitchhiking. You're hitchhiking. Harry is hitchhiking from uh, Paradise Valley, Arizona. He's going to Las Vegas. Jimmy Kimmel Comedy Club in Las Vegas. Monday, January 9th from 2 to 2.30. Buy your tickets right now. It's a meet and greet. It's a live podcast. Ticketmasterinvegas.com. And then stay with us and watch the College Football National Championship. And the day before from 10 to 4.30, also at Kimmel Comedy Club, we're going to watch the Week 18 games on tap. And then later that evening, Megan Galley is going to be performing comedy 8 p.m. Jimmy Kimmel Comedy Club tickets at Ticketmaster and Vegas.com. And we want to thank Crown, Crown Royal for supporting us. And we support their Purple Bag Project, Crown Royal's Purple Bag Project in support of our military overseas. So there you go. Uh, yeah. So let's get into these games. Now, Brother Bry, you've not been to this Raider Stadium, right? I still have not. I still have not. All right. They are getting nine points. And they can make things very easy for the NFL by winning. They're getting nine, 52 and a half is the over under Kansas city comes to town. Uh, and this is not just a mirage. He, Mahomes, they're bad. Mahomes against the spread, just two and 10 against the number after a straight up win 16 and 25 against the spread overall after win since 2020, they won 24 to 10 a couple of weeks ago. They did cover against Seattle and then they went back to their garbage, not car bays, barely winning <laughs> beat Denver last week. Uh, like I said, it helps the league a lot. If Jared Stidham pulls off the upset, this team has been so weird, but I have a feeling if you're going to the game on your birthday, there's a chance they could lose by 40. No, I, I think it's going to be, <laughs> there I is, think yeah. it's going to be 28, 24, 28, 24 yeah. chiefs. Um, and that means take the nine. Yeah, I think that scores. Uh, that's a good score. So I'm not, I'm not sure what it is with the Chiefs, right? Yeah, thirteen and three. They mm. just continue to have these close games. They've only covered once in the last nine games, and the, you know, and this the thing is, this is against bad teams. And mm. the Raider, this is a Raiders team that continues to play well in the first half. So I, I would probably think about, you know, it's nine for the game, it's six for the half. So I, I would look at the Raiders plus six at the half here too. Um, mm. they've just been choking the way these games late, but the Raiders have still covered five of the last seven. 
they are going to play hard this week. You know, there's no reason for them not to play hard. There's some guys on this team that need to prove that they belong on this team next year um, as well. So again, I think it's, this is probably a good spot considering, you know, a guy like Stidham wants to again, prove himself in this game. Um, I don't know, you know, chiefs, again, chiefs are just, want to survive this game, right? Um, survive this mm-hmm. game, be healthy, win a close game. That kind of sounds right. I think your score is, uh, is a good one. So, All right. Raiders, I have won seven of the last nine they've covered at home. So yeah. it's pretty good. Yeah, I you know I know you've gone back and forth. When, I mean, not like they can make the playoffs, but if we're going to go to the game, you're going to want to see them win, right? It's going to cost you a couple of draft spots. Will cost the draft spots. It potentially could cost us a, a QB potentially if you're going from seven to all of a sudden twelve or thirteen. Yeah, yeah whatever yeah. it could be. But look, if we could screw the Chiefs, that's I'm, right. I'm, I'm fine with it. And save the league and and doing and so. All right, league. right. Save the league. Now after that, there's a night game. This was the compromise. Tennessee at Jacksonville. This is for the division title. This, I thought they would move to Sunday night because it's uh, the league loves the winner go home matchups. And if you look at the last few years, that's how it's been. It wasn't, I get why they put Aaron Rodgers in there in a must win situation. That makes sense too. And this is a little embarrassing for a league where a, a, a sub 500 team like Tennessee could go in and win the division if they put that on Sunday night. But nonetheless, they put it on a Saturday night. Uh, Tennessee at Jacksonville, six and a half and 40. We all picked this. Harry, um, what are you going to do? Oh, you're buying a half a point. I see Harry. Look at this. <laughs> am. I'm going to buy it up to plus seven with the Titans. And everything is clicking for Jacksonville right now. Right guys. And ETN looks great. Lawrence, the defense, this is unfamiliar territory for Jacksonville. Um, a ton of pressure on them considering they're home and they're a pretty significant favorite six and a half. I'm going to buy, like I said, buying up to seven Titans and Derrick Henry have been in this position numerous times before. Uh, Jacksonville uh, may pull this game out, uh, but I'm going to take a touchdown here uh, with a veteran team against like the new kids on the block. I think the Titans defense plays tough, led by uh, safety Kevin Byard. He, he's got three picks in his last three games. I think this is a close game. I'll take the seven here, Sal. One of my futures that I lost was Byard to have the most interceptions. I think he had, I think he had five really? last year. But yeah, yeah, I lost that one. Six this year, too, right? right? Six this year? No, I don't think he has that many. I don't think I can look. You could look, look check it out. While Maybe we it's go four. Over this. Yeah. Four, six. Um, yeah. Uh, Parley kid Jags fans and the Jags are a little miffed about the scheduling because Tennessee played Thursday against our Cowboys. You're giving Dobbs an extra three days to learn, or I guess two days. So they have, they have nine days rest where the Jags are on six days. Right. So that's yeah. a little bit screwy right there, even though they're home, not to mention they played everybody. Um, Jacksonville did right. So I wonder if Peterson had known that they were going to get shorted a day, they would have played everybody for most, if not all that Texans game. So I I know they're not happy about that. I think that favors Tennessee a little bit. I'll get into why, uh, but you like the Jags. Yes. um, Sometimes I don't know. I don't want to overthink this game. I mean, Tennessee has lost six in a row. Um, Mm -hmm. That's even uh, before Tannehill was out of action, uh, they weren't playing good football. Uh, and I'm not sure, like, I, I really think over the last, uh, that during the same time span, Jacksonville is five and one. They have a very convincing win over Tennessee with Tannehill and Henry both in the lineup in Tennessee, 36 22. Um, mm-hmm. There's nothing that Tennessee has shown me uh, where I think they look. 
or have any type of chance in this game. I'm not sure if this game is even close. Hmm. Jacksonville has been uh, playing some excellent football, maybe some of the best football in the league over the last month. Trevor Lawrence is playing at an elite level, an elite quarterback level right now. He's got plenty of weapons at his disposal. Etienne is running the ball great. Defensively, they're solid as well. I don't see how Tennessee's covering this game with a quarterback that's been there for two weeks who isn't very good to begin with anyway. Mm-hmm. I, I just don't see it. I think I think Jacksonville runs away with this game. Well, look, would it have been probably better for them to have the extra day? I guess so. But you know what? They're not traveling. They're home. They're okay. This is a team that's peaking at the right time. Jacksonville is peaking. Mm-hmm. Tennessee, it's the total opposite here. The only mm-hmm. chance Tennessee has in this game is to get an early lead and pound the ball and pound the ball and try to keep it close and hope for a, a Jacksonville mistake or two. If they fall behind in this game, it is over. It's over. I'll, I'm taking I'm taking Jacksonville minus the six and a half, Sal. Wow. All right. Uh, I'm going to go the other way. I really don't have many trends. You're right. They're free-falling, this Tennessee team. I mean, imagine having to choose between Malik Willis and Josh Dobbs for – Essentially, what is uh, yeah. ends up being a playoff game that sucks. Um, I here's the thing: I think they have the better coach, and they have the most explosive player on the team, and I think that's worth six and a half points. For able nine and two against the spread on nine or more days rest, um, that's where we are with Jacksonville. And don't forget how screwy these Week 18 games. Jacksonville handed the uh, Indianapolis their head as a 15 point underdog last year. This could be kind of the similar thing. The other way, and what do we do with Derrick Henry when it gets cold? And it is going to be cold, a high of only 71 on Sunday (laughs) in Jacksonville. Now, I I do, if anyone needed the rest, though, it was Derrick Henry, full participant in practice the last few days. And uh, like I said, maybe Dobbs wasn't awful against the Cowboys. Maybe next couple, last couple of days extra uh, helped them prepare for this. I'm taking the six and a half. Brother Brian, you're toying with the first half. Here. Yeah, well, I was going to take I was going to take them six and a half or even Harry seven. But yeah, I'm going to take mm-hmm. the first half instead. You know, this is exactly what I did with the Cowboys game last week. And the reason yep. I'm doing this is exactly why what, what Parley Kid's saying is I don't see a situation where all of a sudden they're down 10 or 13 late that all of a sudden they backdoor cover they where they they score late. I I, I think they have to play from ahead in this game. I think they play well, I think, in the first half. It would make sense. Um, mm-hmm. You know, they, they've played well in the first half. Against the Cowboys, they played well in the first half. They just kind of fall apart at the wrong time. One or two turnovers, bad drives. And if you look at that last time they played Jacksonville, because I, I had Tennessee in that game. That mm-hmm. was a game. You're in the second quarter. It's 14-7 Tennessee. They're driving. Interception, right? Then it's like 14, 13, a bad fumble. And then all of a sudden when they're yep. playing from behind, now they're screwed. Then now they're screwed when they're playing from behind. But, you know, if they can, again, ride Henry here in this game, get one or two turnovers, you know, I, I, I worry about their secondary and them falling apart maybe later in the game. Um, but I like them to keep this close early, at least here. All right. Yep. I do too. Uh, so that takes care of Saturday and let's take, you know what? Let's do this. Let's take a quick break and then we'll go over some of these Sunday games. 
Have you been betting with the Caesar Sportsbook and Casino app? If so, keep it up because every bet earns with Caesar's rewards. That means win or lose, you're getting closer to amazing perks like game tickets, free stays, bonuses, and more. And if not, well, when you get started, your first bet is on Caesars. Register with promo code Omaha Full and place your first bet up to $1,250. If you win, congrats. If you don't, You'll get your stake back as a free bet. 21 years plus only. Offer valid and must be physically present in Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, and Wyoming only. New users and first $10 or more wager only must register with an eligible promo code. Bet amount of qualifying wager returned only if wager is settled as a loss. Maximum bet credit, $1,250 must be used within 14 days of receipt. Tier credits and reward credits will be added to account within seven days after qualifying wager settles. See Caesars.com slash promos for full terms. Void where prohibited. Know when to stop before you start. If you have a gambling problem in Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. Colorado, Wyoming, Kansas. Affiliated with Kansas Crossing Casino, call 1-800-522-4700. Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Iowa, call one 800 bets off Louisiana, call 1-877-770-STOP. Licensed through Horseshoe, Bossier, City, and Harris, New Orleans. Michigan, call 1-800-270-7117. Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Pennsylvania, affiliated with Harris, Philadelphia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER, which is 1-800-426-2537. Or in West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. New York, call 877-8-H-O-P-E-N-Y or text H-O-P-E-N-Y 467-369. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. All right, Sunday night, Detroit at Green Bay. The Packers are a four and a half point favorite. 49 is the over-under. If the Packers win, they are in. That is why NBC and the NFL flex this tonight. Aaron Rodgers not playing um, uh, as pathetic as he was early in the season. So why not have Aaron Rodgers in prime time? Now, if Seattle wins earlier against the Rams, Detroit is done. And I got to say, I don't care, Harry, what anyone says. Uh, you want to play spoiler, that's one thing. But they're not going to come in here as hard against the Packers if they have nothing hmm. to play for. I just don't think they are. I, don't, I just don't think it's possible emotionally to do it. And furthermore, I think this line could be six, six and a half if that happens. If Seattle pulls off the win, I think this is going to go up. Packers have been playing well. I, I caution everybody. You know, everyone said the NFC is weak. Well, Tom Brady threw three touchdowns to wide open Mike Evans last week. And if the Packers roll 
uh, the Lions, they're all of a sudden the hottest team in the NFC. So that's going to be uh, mm-hmm. that's going to be scary. Rodgers didn't have a big game against the Vikings, didn't have to. But Aaron Jones, 111 on the ground, only 14 carries against uh, Minnesota, and he's been spreading the ball out. Rodgers, Lazard, Tanyan, Dobbs, uh, Cobb, you name it. Christian Watson, he overthrows him three or four times a game, but he also can connect, and that'll be a problem. I like the Packers. A Rod is 32, 13, and one against the spread in freezing temperatures, and we're going to get there. 26 and nine against spread in the regular season in freezing temperatures. But Harry, you like the lions. Now do you like the lions? You like them either way, but do you think they're going to be fighting for a playoff spot when this kicks off? Well, I'll tell you, Sal, I'm disagreeing with that regardless of whether they are alive or not for the playoffs. I think Dan Campbell will have these guys ready. I think they're going to be fired up. They'd love to mm-hmm. sweep green Bay, knock them out of the playoffs. Got one heck of a one, two running back, uh, combo with Jamal Williams, DeAndre Swift. They work great together. 220 yards on the ground last week. Uh, and Jared Goff, red hot. And, and like Darren mentioned, Trevor Lawrence, elite. Lately, right now, last six weeks, Jared Goff is an elite quarterback. 14 touchdowns, zero picks in his last six games. In his last three out of four weeks, he's gone three touchdowns, no picks. I think Detroit can win this game regardless if they're in the mm. playoff hunt or not. All right. Well, we'll be watching together. That'll be a fun one. Uh, let's go New England, Buffalo, Buffalo. This line stayed the same seven. As I mentioned, it looks like the Chiefs. Uh, well, they, it is the case that the Chiefs control their own destiny. Saturday, they beat the Raiders. They're going to be the one seed, but Buffalo is still going to play tough because I don't think they're going to want to drop to three and then eventually, potentially, have to go to Cincinnati. The Bills are a seven-point favorite. Forty-two and a half is the over/under. New England coming to town. New England wins. Parley kid, they're in, right? Simple as that? Right. That's correct. All right. And so you're at least taking the points here. Yeah, I'm taking the points. I'm not sure uh, if they win this game. Uh, This is a difficult one to predict because we don't really know the emotional state of of this Buffalo Bills team uh, Mm -hmm. in terms of, I'm sure they're overjoyed about this news now, but they have to be emotionally drained coming into this game, I would say. I mean, they might be running on some adrenaline at least to start the game. But what what to me, New England's the type of team that if you are emotionally fatigued a little bit, and they should be, these guys rightfully so should be a little bit emotionally fatigued, even though they're going to be excited to play for this young man too, I think at the same time. Mm-hmm. New England's just the type of team like, you know, they're very physical. We know what they do on defense. They're just going to be an uncomfortable play for this Bills team this week, especially because they're desperate. I mean, a win for them, and they're in, right? So uh, it's as right. simple as that. I'm not sure if they get there because I'm not sure if Mac Jones can lead this team to a win in Buffalo. Mm. Uh, but I do think they hang around thanks to their defense. Their defense, we know, scores touchdowns. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they get one here during this game and hang tight. But the Bills probably win. But I'm just I'm going to take the seven points here and take the Pats. All right. We're usually on the same page with the Patriots here, but I'm going the other way. I mean, as long as this game mattered to the Bills and they started everyone, I think the momentum is going to be on this. I just don't see them coming out and sucking out there. And really, they really beat them up last time. That was a was that a Thursday yes, night game or a Sunday night game? It was 24-10. The Patriots couldn't score. I, I see a similar thing happening this week. Their defense scores. I think they have seven defensive touchdowns and maybe two runbacks or something, but I just think it's a bad matchup. The Bills are 5-0 and against the spread in same-season rematch games uh, versus New England. 
they're cl- scoring close to 40 points in the last three or four of those. So I think it's going to be 34, 16, a uh, big emotional win for Buffalo securing the uh, two seed right there. That's my pick jets at Miami. So now if that happens, if, uh, if Buffalo does beat new England, now Miami is in control, right? Uh, right. Harry, who, who has his yeah. name? You? Yeah, I got it. Yeah. And Miami's a two point favorite 30 and a half. So what are we looking at? Skylar Thompson against who is it? Is it still Mike white? I think there's some uh, question marks regarding Mike white right now. That's yeah. the word I'm getting mm-hmm. here in New York. At least that's what we're hearing that. Can you imagine this is potentially for a playoff game? Skylar oh. Thompson against maybe Mike white <laughs> or, or Flacco even worse. Um, I'm taking Miami. I know they, uh, they got crushed the first time. What, right? The Jets scored 40 against them, but yep. uh, they've also scored six points versus the Seahawks and three versus the Jaguars in their last two. And yeah. the Dolphins kind of own them at home. I know it's Skylar Thompson. It's a whole different game, but they've beaten the Jets in six consecutive and uh, four, one, and one against the spread. Miami is in those six. Uh, I think it's 26 16. Give me the Dolphins. Harry, who do you like? I'll take that. Uh, I'm going to take, uh, I'm going to do a little teaser. This thing is a perfect game for a, uh, the total in the side teaser. I'm going to take the Dolphins, the plus five with the game to go under 45 and a half. We mentioned obviously Dalton, the quarterback situation. Um, Dolphins can still make the playoffs, but obviously need some help. Jets offense has been anemic lately. 27th in points scored and time of possession the game. Uh, Jets last seven games, three of them. They've scored six points or less in the last four games, 17 points or less in all four of them. This game's a dead under, I think, with those two quarterbacks. And I'll take the mm-hmm. Dolphins playing more than more than four. All right. Uh, Parley Kid, Baltimore, Cincinnati, it's still seven and 40 and a half. Now, let me reiterate, I think. I mean, it just didn't even sound right when I said it, but the Bengals lose to the Ravens. I'm sorry, the Bengals are already the AFC North champions. If they lose to the Ravens, and have to play them next week, there's going to be a coin toss to determine who's home. So I guess since he would keep the three seed and Baltimore would keep the six for future reseedings, but Baltimore mm. would have that game at home. So there's still incentive for Baltimore to win. Um, see, I think Parley kid, this is, and I think maybe you agree with me here. I think the emotion is going to get to Cincinnati here. And I think they win a close one, 1917. I like the Ravens on the road, 30, 18 and one against the number uh, five and three. This year, they did not look good against Pittsburgh. I'll give you that uh, last week. They just gave up at the end. And I know that's a tough nosed team. And this is just another tough division game, no matter what. So 1917 is my pick. I'm right. taking Baltimore in the points. What do you say? Yeah, I agree with you here, Sal. You know, again, Cincinnati, um, you know, a lot on their mind this week, too. Um, Baltimore's got a lot to play for, I guess, here, uh, as it turns out, or at least something to play for. Maybe not a lot, but. Uh, something to play for. I know Baltimore's offense, uh, you know, looking at the numbers from uh, their last game, boy, pretty brutal in the passing game. They just can't get anything done there, which is not really surprising with your backup quarterback in there throwing to basically uh, no receiving threats besides maybe your tight end who's had a down year as it is. Mm-hmm. But they have run the ball well between since uh, Dobbins has come back and uh, Edwards. Uh, really was a no-show last week, but he's also been pretty solid uh, as well as, uh, of late. So I think the Ravens will be, able, hopefully, for their sake, will have some success running the ball, keep the ball out of Burrow's hands for as long as possible, has some sustained drives in this game, 
and just kind of hang around because that's what Baltimore kind of does even when they're not playing good football. They seem to be a team that just knows how to keep games close, and that's what they right. do. So uh, anytime I can get them getting seven, I'm normally going to ride with that. I'm with you. Um, I will say this. I'm going to consider putting something on Cincinnati to win the Super Bowl. I really like their look. I really, if they can get their head straight, right from the, I mean, I know you call, you like Burrow, it may be a number one amongst the quarterbacks, but just they, they come from that physical division, right? So they're always going to be tough and they're like all those AFC North teams, but they have really good skill position players, right? Like that makes the difference. So they're, they're battle tested. Fun team. And and they haven't had chase that much down the stretch either, right? Like a healthy chase Mm -hmm. and they still, Put I said a month, there, a month ago, I said uh, the team that scares me the most that went at full health is the Bengals more than Bills, more than uh, more than the Chiefs. That, that's why I kind of think it doesn't matter as much where they're playing. When they're, right. right? When, when right you get on, these so, physical right. teams, it doesn't really matter. They're 4-1 to yeah. one to win the uh, AFC and the plus 750 to win the Super Bowl. I mean, we saw them. We saw them make it uh, last year. So they definitely, you know, stunned the Chiefs. Uh, they did a good jo- a job on everyone on the road uh, as it was almost – Beat the Rams essentially on the road. All right. Now Cleveland at Pittsburgh, brother Bry. Steelers. Did this go to three? I see two and a half. Let me see. Is it two and a half or three? Damashek wanted this flex. He's out of his mind. It's two and a half and yep, 40 and a half. And a half. Uh, yeah. So Mike Tomlin needs this to get to nine and eight to continue his streak. I don't think he gets there. I think everybody's in love with Kenny Pickett. And I enjoyed that last week. That comeback. That was fun. Fun knuckleball team. Everyone's in love with this Tomlin story. By the way, Tomlin swearing his head off. Kenny F and Pickett. He swears at someone in the in the hallway there yeah. about a yeah. month ago. What yeah. happened? What happened? Well, that that's not you're in the wrong league if you're going to talk like that, Coach Tomlin. No, I'm actually I was looking at it. Tom Landry, 21 years above 500. Belichick, 19 years. Tomlin at 15, trying to make it 16. I don't think he gets there. I think it's too good a story for Tomlin. And everyone's like, ah, oh, geez, Deshaun Watson. Look what he did. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> Pittsburgh's gone under 20 and four of their last five. So yeah. coin flip, it's kind of lucky that they got to where they are anyway. I would buy this up to three. Maybe Cade York um, doesn't screw things up. But I actually am going to take the Browns to win 20 to 16. Mm-hmm. Either way, give me Cleveland. 20 to 16 works for you, Brian. Yeah, that works. I'm taking the under here, 40 and a half. But, you know, in the Steelers' last five games, None of them mm-hmm. have gotten over 40 points. And and so four of those five games went under. And it's funny, you know, we've talked about it recently. While the Steelers offense has been exciting, they just, they still don't score a bunch. And, and the Browns offense, Browns offense, I will say, came alive in the second half of that Washington game. They had three nice long drives. But be- mm-hmm. before that, they were terrible. Now you're playing a really good defense here. And the weird thing about the Browns is, you know, the last six games, they have they have been really good defensively. And their games have gone under in in six straight. So I think this is just going to be another one of those low scoring AFC North battles. I, I think your your score is uh, pretty much spot on there at like twenty to sixteen. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it's uh, it's I'm not doing a victory lap. The Steelers I'm never saying. score twenty or no. rarely. Well, yes, yeah, Sal. I mean, right I yeah. you know I know you you know we both kind of coming around to liking Pickett's you more than me, but. Uh, their quarterbacks have thrown a total of 10 touchdown passes this year <laughs> in Pittsburgh. Ten. That's a lot. Wow. That's Six for digits, Pickett, right? four for Trubisky. Yeah. Like, I couldn't believe this when I'm looking it up. And their running backs 
have totaled 14 touchdowns. Darren, Deontay Johnson had zero, correct? Wow. Well, zero. Zero. So in my head, Pickens scores every game. So I don't know. Yeah, I mean, Harris has three receiving touchdowns, which means their receivers and tight ends have caught a total of like, uh, mm-hmm. and, and Watt has a receiving touchdown. The receivers have caught like four touchdown passes. It's it's anemic, and, and it's hard. So kudos to Tomlin for getting this team right. to where it is. Because yeah, it's this offense, I th- you know, we thought it was bad with Ben, but just looking at the numbers, is it even any better? I was just going to say, it doesn't. It, it, be it, can't be, it can't be much better if, if four of the last five, they scored 20. All right, jump in here, baby. Face, defend your team. But I remember it being brutal to watch Big Ben. Brother it Brian, was, how many times did we count? By halftime, they had either three, zero or three. Like, I don't know, like three quarters uh, I mean, of the they season, were, right? They were one of the worst first half offensive teams that I'd ever, ever seen. Yeah. yeah. Well, that is why they gave Chris Boswell the big contract because this team is about kicking field goals and yeah, sure. defense creating turnovers. <laughs> and but you know what? Yeah, yeah, none of that matters because TJ Watt's back. And uh, look, it's Cleveland. This is a Cleveland, and their game means something. And they're not just uh, from Mike Tomlin, who the guys play for. Parley Kids is absolutely right. Just like all, uh, everyone would run through a wall for him. Yeah, because they're afraid he's going to curse at them. That's why. <laughs> Well, of course they're going to play for him. But you know who they're not afraid of is Miles Garrett, who runs his <laughs> mouth. And uh, trust me, as a Steeler fan, there are a lot of Ravens players who used to be intimidated by, and that was, uh, you know, knock him out football. But Miles Garrett, they are not afraid. Right. He is like okay. a PG 13 movie. And that is why the Steelers <laughs> will win this weekend. Interesting. And hopefully make the playoffs. Wow. I don't even know. You know, we're, we're given four screens at the Kimmel comedy club. I don't do, does this make one of the screens, Brian? Is this an early game? What? I can't even it's remember if I said it's one o'clock. It's one o'clock. It's, it's early, well, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, what, I think are, this makes what are the odds of them making the playoffs? So if we parlayed them, the Jets, I think I saw three forty-seven or something. Them, the Jets, Jets and, and Jet, Buffalo and Buffalo. Yeah. Three seventy-two. Three seventy-two. Okay. But here's the thing with that. I guess that line won't change, right? I guess that Buffalo line, no matter what, is not going to change. I mean, if the Bro. Chiefs win, does it change? Does it go down a little bit? Maybe not. I don't know. There's, well, there's, depending there's on that, depending on how in. depending how this parlay goes, then Bri, can I maybe not give you your birthday present until after? <laughs> <laughs> that's very sure, cryptic. that's fine. That's okay. very very cryptic. All right. Uh, so I think those are the important games, the ones we went over there. Uh, what's really important is we are going to be in Las Vegas. Like I said, Ticketmaster and Vegas.com. Look up Extra Points Live, Propapalooza, Monday, January 9th. Uh, I mean, there are still a few tickets left. Jump in there, 2 to 3.30. We're doing a live show and a meet and greet, and then you're going to stick around and watch a national championship, Georgia and TCU play with us. And the day before, from 10 to 4.30, we're going to watch week 18. Ben folks is going to join us. Bry uh, Todd Furman's going to join us. Nice. I think we're going to, yeah, the blue man group. I'm pretty sure uh, might be making a visit. It's all courtesy of a uh, crown Royal crown Royal, the purple bag project in support of our military overseas. Harry, your brother will be there. Our friend Mario. It's yeah. all great stuff. All good. It really is. I don't Scott's, even know how to explain it. Yeah. Scott, Scott himself is worth the price of admission. I mean, uh, Harry's right. Brother. 20, 20 bucks to see Scott is, I mean. Can we yeah. get a makeshift bathtub in there? I mean, like go, going, to a, zoo, going yeah. to a zoo would cost you like $60, $70, $20. <laughs> right on. 
This is a little more right. dangerous. He's not really <laughs> caged. But if we put him in the bathtub, I think that could be good. Anyway, we are going to be in Vegas. And I talked to the captain of the Riverboat Casino, and he said, hey, which Vegas resident would you pick as your wing person, man or woman, for 24 hours in Sin City? You got one day, one night. Who's your wing person in Sin City? Is it Mike Tyson, two to one odds? Is it Mark Davis, Raiders owner, five to one odds? Pastor Elvis, nine to one odds. Oh, any drive through wedding chapel, you get a Pastor Elvis, nine to one odds. My Aunt Chippy at 25 to one. Oh, boy. Uh, or the field at even odds. All right, let's start with you, Harry. Which Vegas rates in it would you pick? I'm with Aunt Chippy. I want to be with really? Aunt Chippy. I want to go all night, video poker, nonstop, double, double, super double, double, ultimate X, all different types of video poker that she may not know. I'd love to introduce her to all of it. We just play all night until we pass out on the machine. Ultimate, ultimate X with Ann Chippy doesn't sound good. <laughs> it really doesn't. Uh, I thought I thought Harry would misunderstand wing person, but okay, he misunderstood the other way. Uh, yeah, what's her <laughs> casino? Arizona Charlie's. I think she's Arizona Charlie's. They like took to out the that. cheap. What do you what would you say? I, 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 I've, over the years when I used to live there, I called it the cigarette pit. Oh, really? There's yeah. a lot of those. Disgusting. That would make sense. I mean, she certainly contributed. Um, but yeah, she, I think she's not happy with them because they took out the cheap uh, machines. Well, the ones that paid out. All those, mach- all those casinos are doing that now. The five, can't right. find the fine nickel machines anymore. All right. Well, then you might need a new wing person. I don't know. She does have a, uh, a slot machine in her house, so you wouldn't have to go too far. That so is great. Wanted to play. All right, Brother Bry, who's your wing person? Well, uh, yeah, I was thinking about this. For, you didn't. You left off Celine Dion for Ken. Uh, that was definitely right. be his. Yeah. Um, can I can I say the Beast? Am I allowed to say the Beast? Yeah. <laughs> you can uh, say the Beast. Yeah. Uh, no, but I, um, in all seriousness, if I was going to go with one, um, I'd probably go with Floyd Mayweather. And like, just oh. thinking about it, right? A guy in Vegas spends tons of money, right? The crazy cars, the ridiculous life. Um, but most of all, you I just mean, describe for, Ken. For, I know it's. Yeah, he's kind of just uh, <laughs> Ken with a little bit. Right, more we're money. trying to get a breakout out of this. Shut but, up! But but most of all, because I'd love to witness a night of sports gambling with Floyd Mayweather, right? Like, how great would it be to actually just witness somebody betting millions and millions of dollars? Even though I don't think it really faces him, and um, I'm not sure if I would even enjoy it that that much. I just think Ooh. he would be um, the ultimate wingman probably in, in Vegas, somebody who just knows every spot, you know? So, um, yeah, yeah. I love it. I'd love to see that footage of brother Brian, a posse of 24 following Floyd. <laughs> cronies. That'd be terrific money being thrown left and right. All right, Parley kid, bring it home. Who do you like? Yeah, can I say Ken's hairdresser? Can I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Is that a Don't be there Sunday? Don't be there Sunday. Oh my gosh. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna go, you know what? I'm I'm usually very harsh on Harry. But so I'm gonna take yes. an, uh, a for, a former resident of Vegas and say I would love I love spending time with nobody but Harry. And but Harry is the best person to go to Vegas with. As Brian said, he he knows every single place in Vegas, he knows the ins and outs of it. Uh, and you guys ever see that movie Hall Pass? When, sure, uh, love it. yeah. One, right, Harry? You remember when they're they're talking about like surrounding yourself with fives so you look like a ten, <laughs> right? right? Mm-hmm. So right. I, that's another thing. I, I'll surround myself <laughs> with uh, you know twos and I'll look like a seven. 
<laughs> I, that's, gotcha. that's it. Okay, that's what All I right. like to do. And by the way, Harry has a hall pass this weekend. And his, his lovely wife is giving him a hall pass. He no. can do whatever he wants to do. She said uh, that? For the next three or four days. Anything goes. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That's crazy. Oh, you're going to eat your face off. Uh, <laughs> I don't buy it. There's, there's one part of Harry's Vegas game that I know you don't like that drives me a little nuts too. And probably especially you, Paulie kid, because you like to walk. And when you're walking, you like to go, right? If we have a purpose, we have a, yeah. a B. Oh, yeah. If we have a B to get to, you're going to leave A, right? Harry has to stop at every roulette machine, whether he's playing or not. And see, wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Let's Fair. just see what this role is. We got to see what this is. Like, why? We're not going to sit down and play if it's a zero or if it's a 35 or if it's a 23 or what, right? So it's not easy getting through a casino with Harry. But when Harry does go back to Vegas, so when he goes into hotels, does he have to use an alias? What do you go by, Harry? Is that where? I do want to ask that, yeah. What what do you go? What do you? I'm not, uh, I'm actually not allowed in every casino, so I don't know. It depends. (laughs) Wow. This is going to be interesting. Is Is that real still, Harry? I don't know. It could be. It really could be. <laughs> we we got to look it up in the registry. I don't know. There's got to be a way to look this up. Anyway, I'm going to get end up getting kicked out of my own cousin's club because I'm uh, I'm with the uh, undesirable degenerate and Harry, but and, and Polly Kid's wingman, no less. All right, uh, I am going to pick. I'm going off the uh, board. Steve. Even I'm going off the board. Even odds and taking Carrot Top, mm. world famous prop comic. First of all, props. One of us has to be good at props, right? It's not me. Uh, inflatable raft, spatula, you know, whatever, whatever. It's a bottle opener, whatever you need in Vegas. He's got it. Uh, also, Polly Kid, same as you. Your same thing. I'd be the handsome one for once. So that's big. And also, I don't know if you've seen him lately. He's jacked. He is jacked, Carrot Top. So if anyone got out of line, he'd pound the snot out of them. Although he may <laughs> pound the snot out of me after I just called him ugly. But anyway, Carrot Top <laughs> is my man. He's my wingman. And that's the Riverboat Casino. Uh, uh, Babyface, you must have an answer here. I mean, it, Parley Kid makes a compelling argument for Harry, but for me, uh, the Maloof brothers. I thought you guys might go, uh, they're, they're like kind of legends in Vegas. They own the Knights. They own a, a casino, I believe, the Palm. And like yeah. they're friends. If you Google them, they're friends with basically anyone Harry looks up to. Puddle of Mud. <laughs> Nickelback, Tara Reed, and uh, I don't know. It just seems like I don't even know their names. They're just like the Maloof brothers. So I, uh, lunch I've seen I've once. seen Daughtry at the Palms. I went to lunch with the Maloof brothers and my cousin Jimmy once, and I don't know why my cousin Jimmy thought it was. Uh, I mean, they seem like nice guys, but um, very, 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 very simple people. Very simple people. And uh, Jimmy used the entire lunch to explain the movie Windy City Heat, which is, I know, one of your guys' favorites, too, to them. (laughs) And they looked at him for the full hour like he was speaking Portuguese. They had no idea, (laughs) no idea at all. with But they still own the Palms? Well, if they don't like that movie, then I'm going to change. I actually don't think they do anymore, so. Oh. They're, well, not ba- they're not bankrupt. I don't know. I don't well, know. Harry, Maybe they Harry's are. not allowed there. Well, I can't, I, clearly, we now we we know which casino Harry's not allowed at. So. Yeah, there you go. The bombs is one of them. Yeah. Well, they're definitely not funding Windy City. Never won uh, there. I tell you that. I don't know if I'm banned there, but I never won there ever. Uh, um, <laughs> I was telling the story today because I went to Kimmel and I had to do like a um, confessional and talk about the early days of the show. I was at the Palms buffet and I did a hidden camera as a um, 
as a bus boy. And there's this big gigantic man, about 380 pounds sitting down and he got his prime rib. He had just got off the buffet line. And as soon as he could, I timed it just perfectly. Like uh, really like the Rel Revis, like really just going in for the pick. And as soon as he cut his first pick, a prime uh, piece of prime rib, I snatched his plate and put it in my bus bucket <laughs> and walked off. And he had his knife in his hand. Oh no! And he kind of lunged for me. He went after me, except he switched from um, a steak knife to like the butter knife because maybe he figured it was going to be less jail time or something. I don't know why he, he switched <laughs> knives. And and then it became like a Benny Hill thing where he's like ch- chasing me around the table. He never. <laughs> Believe it or not, never caught me, but it always made me laugh because it's a buffet. It's uh, <laughs> you can go up. Worst case scenario, you can get up and get another piece of the prime rib. You're already locked into 1995 for the whole uh, meal there. So, this is true. I mean, yeah, I think that's why I need carrot stop around me or fat guys chasing me with butter knives. All right, uh, let's take another break, and then these guys will give you their sharp tank picks, and then we'll get out of here. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. All right, Sharp Tank, let's see it. Who had it last week? Harry? Was that two yeah. weeks ago with that felt? Oh, that was that Christmas present, right? And then what did you have last week in Sharp Tank? You guys each give me a pick, and I jump on one. What I have, Brian? Uh, I can't, can't remember. even remember. Right. I can't remember anything. Yeah, because there was no MMA. I don't know either. Parley Kid, what did you have? I had Kelsey. Nice... I had Kelsey to score touchdown. Oh, Jesus. Right. Kelsey to score touchdown. Sweet, so right, well, let's I, start I with you, Parley Kid. I won. I can't remember. Parley Kid, are you going to do it again? Are there numbers on Kelsey to score touchdown? Yeah, I, I didn't even look. I, I know I know he's going to score that this weekend. I'll okay. probably have some action on that. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, I'm not going to pick it again. It's minus 123. What's it been? About wow, that's that's not going bad. Up? That was, it, I think I got it at minus one ten, and <laughs> he's going up. He hasn't scored in a month. <laughs> he's due. He's due. We're week, gonna but... celebrate that. We're gonna we'll be uh, hopefully in the stand celebrating. Uh, and the Raiders could kick the crap out of yeah, the but, You know, Sal, so I'm looking at um, a couple guys who need. I'm gonna parlay a couple Jaguars uh, players mm. here uh, that need. They have some incentives uh, to get a certain amount of receiving yards. And they hit their bonus of about uh, right five hundred k. So, uh, so I'm taking Kirk over fifty eight and a half yards, and I'm going to parlay it with Zeke Jones over fifty two and a half yards at plus two sixty. Both guys hmm. need like ninety plus yards to hit their incentive. So I think they go this. These numbers are fair to say that you know they might be in a position. Uh, you know, that I think Lawrence is going to look for them. These guys know what they need, and that's a lot of money for some of these guys. So um, I'm just right. riding with the uh, – taking a little hunch here. Uh, guys that right. need to play hard, a team that needs to play hard, a uh, quarterback that's red hot. Uh, the last time they played, Jones, I think, had 12 targets against the Titans, seven catches and 80-plus yards. 
Kirk had like nine targets, five catches, and 45 yards. A little bit under, but not too far away. One or two more catches, we can get it. Kirk, Jones, over their respective receiving yards, but plus 260. Interesting. I, I think I like it better if they didn't have anything to play for and they didn't have to, they could manipulate right. their game plan. True, a little, that's a good point. A little too, better. Right. Yeah. Uh, and they're also, there's, I thought you were going to go Kenny Galladay who needs just 76 catches to get 750,000. <laughs> what are the odds on that? That's got to be at least plus 250, Bry. 75, oh over 75. <laughs> good Lord. That's embarrassing. That really is embarrassing that that goes around. Like, right. Like you could drop passes and do this and not play and sit out and be hurt. But when this gets circulated around the internet, um, hmm. this is really, you're, you're kind of owned for a couple of days there. All right. Uh, I don't mind that poly kid, brother, Brian, what are you going to go with? I'm going to go the FCS championship um, on Sunday. I still don't really know why it's Sunday. I have to look this up, um, but I'm going to take North Dakota state plus five against South Dakota state. I know it's different mm-hmm. coaches, but uh, you know, how can you go against the program that uh, continues to win championships? I know they haven't won it um, won too many over the last few years, but when they get there, they typically win. And you're getting five points here. And this is a matchup, you know, they, they matched up maybe two months ago, I would say. But in their first matchup, North North Dakota State led 21 to seven at half, but then they struggled in the second half and they lost 23-21. So a really close game. Both defenses mm. are really good here. Um, and both teams have been playing really well. So I, I'd say Cam Miller, the quarterback of North Dakota State, has to play well for them to win this game. I, I know he struggled the last game, but they ran the ball well. Um, but regardless, I think this is a, a close, rather low-scoring game. I think it's a field goal type of game. I'm going to say 20 to 17, and I will take the points uh, with North Dakota mm. State. All right. I do like that. What You said it's Sunday morning? Sunday what time? Sunday at 2 Eastern. Oh, my God. What? Two we have to Eastern. find a screen for this? Yeah, I think there makes bl- no sense. As I was looking at, I, I mean, I was just looking at it a second ago, but I, I don't know. I think they're blaming the NFL Saturday games, like the way the coverage starts. Like uh, they would have had to start early because this game is in Texas. Um, you know, these Saturday games. Yeah. yeah, I guess that's what it would have been. It would have been Saturday again. You know, it always used to be the week 18 was all in one day. You don't give anyone an advantage, but I think it's the new ESPN it ABC is. deal. That yeah. gives two games on it. You're just going to run into trouble every year. There's well, going to be a, a competitive. Why not? You, these teams haven't played in a few weeks. Why didn't they right. play? There's no Thursday night game this week. Why didn't even they play? Friday? Well, yeah, why didn't whatever. they play Thursday night? Thursday night's a big night, right? Why, why didn't they play Thursday yeah. night? Yeah. Well, Cosby show cheers. You know, they don't want to No, <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know what it is. No, but even like whatever USC played. I mean, Utah, there was a, the Pac-12 championship on Friday. Why do they have to be so precious with this North yeah. Dakota state? Yeah, they could use any day. All right, Harry, um, Raiders over 52 and a half. Yeah, yeah. By the way, it's out. last week it was Chiefs, Giants, Lions, money line I hit. So that's four of my last five. Oh, right. Shark right, Tank. Right. I'm going to okay. go KC, Las Vegas, over 52 and a half. Brian wants the season over for the Raiders. Let's go over 52 and a half here. KC first in yards per game, first in passing in the NFL. Las Vegas mm-hmm. is obviously defense besides Max Crosby. It's pretty much a joke. 29th in passing yards against 30th in picks, 30th in sacks. Mahomes and Casey have a lot to play for. Stidham, by the way, last week we mentioned great against San Francisco. Secondary, three touchdowns, 365 yards. Him and Adams were great together. Plenty of points in Sid and City on Saturday, over 52 and a half. All right, I'll go with that. 
Uh, hopefully we'll be there. Harry, I'll jump on that. Okay. Although I should nice. probably, uh, you know, Brian, if you made, if that North Dakota state was on your birthday, but it technically isn't. So nah. I'm sorry. I'm going to have to uh, shy away. Out. Well, I'll go with the remember, Raiders. Remember yeah. the last, uh, the only thing I would say, I mean, uh, I, I like it too, but the last time we were all together, we took, oh, Harry, yeah. we all took Harry's uh, over in the Oregon oh, state, yeah. Utah state. You're right. And we weren't even close. Mm, we you're were right. Brutal. Like 30, we, we were close after the first minute. First minute. Damn, hold on. Let me look at this. There's got to be a betting. There's got to be a betting betting trend with this. But um, by the way, with that Pittsburgh one, there's I I stole a good one off of action. Uh, Teams that need to win in the final week of the regular season to get into the playoffs or need help with a loss are 16 and 26 against the spread. That's 38 percent. When they play teams with zero incentive. Really, that's crazy. I know that doesn't make sense. Wow. Um, Yeah. Very strange. Uh, Chiefs, let's see. It's over under. Um, overs are 16, 7, and 1 at Allegiant Stadium, making the Raiders the second most profitable home team to the over. All right, Harry. That's not bad. Yeah. That's not too bad. Travis Kelsey needs 117 receiving yards to break his own single season record for a tight end. Wow. Mm. That seems nuts. Well, so what yeah, do you about think that? about this, though? I feel like he's had like, so many better years. Yeah, we know we've we've seen this happen in other leagues, but like you know, we talk about the records with the extra game here. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know how valid will some of these records be. I mean, I, I, I no, I know that extra yeah, game. Right, yeah. Anybody right. that breaks a record, their own personal records are one thing, but say like you know Jefferson, uh, receiving record, but he had an extra game, like. I don't know. We're in, I, we're in baseball world, right? When they went from 154 to 162, yeah. it's the same thing. It's kind right. of right. Look, thing. the football went from 14 to 16, but yeah. we know offenses have really, yeah, increased just, anyway over the, uh, that time span too. So you just eventually forget about it. That's why, like this morning when we were looking at, like when these guys, well, all right, what was it when they retired? Like what was Demarcus where? Where was he on the sack list? Where when they retired? When he retired? You know, you, you kind of now now it's kind of everything's opened up. True. So much. So that's that's kind of how I read uh, numbers. All right. Uh, so I'm going to go with Harry. I'm excited about that. I was a lot more excited um, before Babyface and I checked and saw the tickets are like 600 bucks. But we're going to figure out if anybody wants to give us between seven and 15 tickets, if they're not going to the game um, for free <laughs> or if you want to pay us, we're, we're yeah. happy to take them off your hands uh, to that Raiders Chiefs <laughs> game. We'll get in there somewhere. Right. I want to, uh, one more time, Kimmel comedy club, 10 to four 30 on Sunday. And then on Monday, a ticketed event, get it at ticketmaster vegas.com. Meet everybody, uh, the extra points talent pool right there. Kimmel comedy club that on Monday is going to be from two to three 30, right before the game live podcast and a meet and greet, and then, uh, stay and watch the game with us. And we thank crown Royal for putting it together. Um, and that's going to do it for another episode of against all odds for Mikey meatballs for Babyface Joel Solomon and the degenerate trifecta. I'm Sal saying so long and happy handicapping. Na, 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 na. Na, 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 na,